You're listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle of Gary Cottle Ministries on today's edition. Are you willing to do what it takes to be the single loudest and influential voice in your children's lives? And some of you might need to make an intervention. You might be tinkering on the edge of family disaster. God may be speaking to you in this very moment to take extreme measures to intervene in your family to spare a lot of trouble down the road. You, like most people, probably go out of your way to do the things that are most important to you. But does this commitment extend to your family? In today's edition of True North, Pastor Gary challenges you to consider if you need to take drastic measures to safeguard your family from harm and destructive outside influences. He shares that parents need to be willing to follow God's leading and do whatever it takes to be the loudest and most influential voice in their child's life. Now here's Pastor Gary in Psalm 127 as he continues his message, Family Matters. And all it takes is just a slight variation from truth. You don't really need to go to church to have church. Why? You can worship God out on the lake while you're fishing. Amen. And the devil will talk to you. All he's really trying to do is get you out from under the protective custody of God Almighty. Amen. Because if he can keep you away from the presence of God, uh, you're a free game to him. He's like a wolf ready to devour you. But listen, it's important for us to understand if we want God's protection for our family, we're going to have to make sure that our family is raised up under uh, the Word of God uh, so that they have every chance to hear the truth uh, that can transform their lives uh, and give them direction that they need for the rest of their life here on earth as well as for eternity. Somebody say amen. Speaking of protection, let's think, for example, how foolish would it be to rip an infant from the womb prematurely because we're in a hurry to get it grown up we wouldn't do that but I've heard the logic oh if you protect your children too much they won't know what the real world's like you got to give them a taste of the world it's kind of like a it's kind of like what do they call it the them shots that you take booster no what's this other word vaccine so you let me get this right you want to give them a, a taste of the devil to teach them how the devil works. You want to give them a taste of the world so they'll be, quote, prepared for it. You wouldn't rip a baby from the womb before it's time for it to be delivered, and neither should you throw your children out to the dogs before they're mature enough to handle it. Wake up. Do whatever you have to do. There's no such thing as overprotection if you do it by the book. There is very much a, such a thing as underprotection. We, we got criticized one time because we had standards for our children that the individual that was criticizing did not have for their children. Oh, well, we live in the real world, he said. Well, I live in the real world too, but I got my eyes open. Meanwhile, their kids today, and this was several years ago, their kids are in all kinds of trouble, and my kids are serving God. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that to say this. This book works when you work the book. Can I get an amen? 
Because in their most formative years, they need your protection. They need your guidance. And it's time that mamas and daddies quit apologizing, quit trying to fit the mold of the world, and do it differently. Amen? It's going to cost you some things. It's going to be challenging. It's sometimes going to be embarrassing. Sometimes you're going to have to swallow your pride. And yes, sometimes you're going to say to no, no to certain social events that you would like to participate in. But so be it if you saved your children from a lifetime of hell and heartache and an eternity in hell. Can I get an Amen. What happened to the daddies that will pay any price? And what happened to the mamas that will pay any price to protect their children from the whims of society? I, I make no apologies to anybody for the way that God led us to raise our kids. We made many sacrifices. My wife turned down a job when we moved to Thompson, she could be working full-time and getting a full-time paycheck right now as a school teacher. But God said, this year, I want your kids at home. And so you know what we did? We let our kids stay home, and we're homeschooling them this year. Could we use the money? Why, most certainly we could. But let me tell you something. There's something more important than money. And that's the livelihood and the success of our children. I realize everybody can't do that. I'm not suggesting that you can. I'm just trying to make the point that if you will do whatever you can, amen, and quit just accepting defeat or just accepting things as they are, there's probably a whole lot more that we can all do more than what we're doing right now, amen. There's something we can all do to improve the chances of the success of our children. Family requires protection. Number two, the family is raised up for projection. Now look at this. Verse three, low children are inheritance of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. I love this verse. How many times does our culture treat children like an inconvenience? How many times does our culture treat children like a disease or like a sickness? How many times do women say, my body, my choice, and discard the life within them because they look at it kind of like a cancer or something? And the Bible said that the fruit of the womb is God's reward. That thing is precious. That child is, is made in the image of God. And I don't care what the circumstances are behind your natural birth. There's a purpose for every single conception. And God has a design in mind, and they are a reward. And we got to start treating our children like they're a prized possession instead of treating them like they're an inconvenience. Can I get an amen? This is such a vicious and cruel culture. Not only do we have to fight for them to survive the womb, but now we have to fight for our elderly to survive to a natural death. Because culture is so quickly to discard what is not economically advantageous. And we have made money our God. And, and if you'll raise money up as your God, amen, then what you, all you'll have is what money can buy. And all you'll have without is what money cannot buy. And I don't know about you, but there's a whole lot more to life than money. Amen. I, I thank God for the peace that surpasseth all understanding. I thank God that I have a home in heaven that's guaranteed and sure. Amen. I thank God that I have God's wisdom through this Bible. I have the Holy Spirit to guide me. I have joy unspeakable and full of glory. I have a blessing.
blessed family. I have a blessed wife. I have a blessed church today. Money can't buy any of that. Children are a reward. Start treating them like it. Start acting like you're glad that you received them. Well, anybody that gets a reward, anybody that gets a reward, brags on that reward, don't they? If you get a reward at work for some kind of achievement, they give you a a reward or a trophy, you'll put it up on the mantle or you'll put it up on your desk and you'll make sure that it's a center conversation piece anytime you get the chance. I wonder if we started treating our children like they're the best thing that's ever happened to us if it would change the trajectory of their life. We've got to start convincing our children that we are happy that they are here and we can't wait to help them succeed in life. Quit treating them like an inconvenience. Quit pushing them off on somebody else like you don't have time for them and start making them believe that that they are worth your time and your energy and your effort. Can I get an amen? Mm, It says, as arrows in the hands of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Uh, It's lacking... Uh, children to arrows in the hands of a mighty warrior. What does a warrior do with arrows? Well, he defeats foes. Uh, he aims for targets and he hits those targets. Uh, and the Bible says if you raise your children right, uh, uh, amen, you can release them one day after you've raised them right uh, and they'll hit the target, amen. Uh, and they'll be blessed and they'll be successful and they'll defeat their enemies because you realize that they're raised up uh, for projection. That is, your, it is your responsibility to help nurture and guide them into the direction that they're supposed to go. Children are rewards, not burdens. And, the, and, and I want to say this. If you want to hit the mark for your greatest purpose, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures into your children's future and success. Because if you don't, the world will. I, I need to say this. Money is not the solution for raising your kids. For what good is your bass boat if your kids don't even want to hang around at Christmas time because they resent you so? Amen. Can I say this? Every child cares more for your presence than they do your presence. Did you catch that? They, they care more for your presence than your money, than your gifts. If we're not careful especially those of us whose language of love is giving things. We will give and give and give and give, and then we'll wonder why our children don't understand how much we love them, not realizing that their love language is not receiving gifts, but spending time in your presence. And because they didn't hear you in their love language, they think that you don't love them. It don't, you can pile up the money at their feet and give them anything they want to. But if you don't care enough for them to spend quality time with them and invest in them, you're not going to convince them of your love for them. Family matters. And spending time with your kids matters. I, I feel led of the Lord to share this testimony. How many of you have ever heard of uh, Dr. James Dobson? If you don't know who Dr. James Dobson is, uh, he started Focus on the Family decades ago. James Dobson, at the age of 16, I believe it was, if my memory serves me correctly, became a troubled youth and a, a disobedient child to his mother. His father was in ministry full-time as an evangelist. He, would, he had, uh, I think he said he was uh, booked for two solid years to speak somewhere every week. Apparently, he was very effective in communicating the gospel. And in high demand... But his mother called him one day and said, uh, James is 
living in rebellion, and I need you at home. I can't do this by myself. They said, even though he was at the peak of his ministry, he canceled every meeting and went home and got a job so he could be home with his boy. And because his father paid the price that it took to be present with his son, we, the world is now blessed with focused on the family and Dr. James Dobson, a worldwide and effective ministry ministering to families. Amen. Give God some glory for that. My, my point is this. That is, we, we can't just tell them we love them. We got to show them we love them. Mamas, we can't just tell them we love them. We got to show them we love them. And we've got to make some sacrifices and we've got to uh, prioritize their health and well-being. Amen. They're raised for projection. We're supposed to project them in a direction that they need to go. But how can we project them in that direction if we're not there to guide them? It seems uh, that the enemy often sees the value of the hearts and minds of our youth uh, before we do. I read just yesterday in the Epoch Times uh, that uh, this is the heading. Leaked audio reveals how California teachers recruit kids into the LGBTQ clubs. Do you want to know why the culture is after the heart and mind of your kid? Because they realize the power of the future is in uh, uh, gaining the allegiance of the youth. Hitler understood this. And he won... Whether he was right or wrong, of course he was wrong, but he won the hearts of too many youth and wreaked havoc on the whole earth because he knew that the secret to uh, defeating enemies and overcoming is gaining the allegiance of the youth. And because youth are vulnerable and because youth uh, are insecure, the wrong influences can speak louder in their lives than you. Before you know it, they're going in a different direction than what you want them to go because somebody is taking the time, the treasure, and the talent required to convince them and to influence them to go the way they want them to go. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I need to speak to the parents about your value to your children. You are the single loudest voice in your kid's life. Use it. Isn't it just amazing how Satan has uh, 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 reconstructed society? And how they'll spend eight hours a day away from home. Right? While mom and daddy are going to work, the kids are at a, a generally speaking, uh, with exceptions of course, uh, a school system that has extracted God from the curriculum, and they are being propagandized. That is, they're being instructed to think a certain way and act a certain way about family and about uh, lesbianism and, and homosexuality and transgenderism. And it's getting worse and worse as the days go by. And, and, and we wonder why uh, they have eight hours a day with them, give or take, uh, and, and why we can't influence them to make good choices. Because uh, uh, by the time we get home, we're so exhausted and wore out, we might want to pop a movie in and then go to bed. And we spend very little time speaking life in to our children am I am I right where we're at today I understand that women have rights and don't take this the wrong way ladies but we made a mistake when we thought that the state could raise the kids better than mama could at home can I get an amen, amen. 
We thought that the school can raise the kids, mama can go get a job, and everybody will be happier for it. But there ain't not a single soul on this planet that love your kids and have a vet, more vested interest in their success and well-being than mama. Unless there's something wrong with her. Unless she's been misguided and in darkness. Amen. My point is, are you willing to do what it takes to be the single loudest and influential voice in your children's lives? And some of you might need to make an intervention. You might be tinkering on the edge of family disaster. God may be speaking to you in this very moment to take extreme measures to intervene in your family to spare a lot of trouble down the road. Amen. I want to speak to the children now. Think of how valuable you are. If, if you're under 18 and if you're still living at home, I want to speak to you for a minute. Think about how valuable you are. That every single power on earth that has any power and control is seeking your allegiance. You must be a whole lot more important than you realize. You must be a whole lot more influential and powerful and have more potential than you can even see for yourself. For the powers that be to want to, to, to gain your allegiance, amen, to, to influence you to think like them and to do their bidding. Because they know that the only way to defeat culture and to control culture is to control your mind. That's how powerful you are as an individual. And you need to realize that because the devil has lied to a lot of you, made you think that you're worthless, hopeless, and helpless, and your life ain't even worth living. But the devil is a liar. God created you in the likeness of his image. Amen. And, and you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and you are significant, and you are important, and you are powerful, and God has a purpose for you. And I want to tell you that you're so important that all the powers uh, have a bid up for your soul, and you don't need to sell your soul short. Amen. Uh, you need to sell your soul out to Jesus and let the one who has all power in heaven and in earth be the loudest voice and influencer in your life. Never believe the devil. You have a birthright. That is, God has a specific plan and purpose that for which you were born. That is your birthright. And the devil wants to distract you. The devil wants to guide you the wrong direction. The devil wants you to get to doing anything but getting close to God, getting close to his word, and finding out from your creator why he put you here. Because you are that important and that significant and that powerful when the word of God illuminates your heart and mind and opens your eyes to why he put you here. The devil is trying his best just to keep you from finding out how powerful you are with him on your side. Amen. But I'm here to tell you right now uh, that if you'll give your heart and life to Jesus Christ, uh, there's not a demon in hell that can stop God's purpose and God's plan so long as you live in faith and obedience to his word. The family is raised up for projection. And some of you need to buy into God's vision for your life. Uh, maybe you're a youth that has been spoken ill of by your own parents. They have spoken death into your spirit by saying you'll never amount to anything. or They always have something negative to say about what you did wrong, but they never point out any of 
the things that you've done right and you never get affirmation. Let me, let me tell you something. When your father and your mother forsake you, the Bible says that the Lord will take you up. God knows what you're capable of. God knows what he can do with you, for you, and through you. And you are not a waste. And you are not an accident. Amen. There is a sovereign and divine purpose for you. And the devil's trying his best to whisper in your ear, even maybe at this very moment, trying to get you to shut out this gospel message. Because if you ever hear what God has planned for you, eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither hath entered in the heart of man the things that God hath prepared for him that love him. But he has revealed them to us by his Spirit. Spirit. And the devil is trying to keep you from being uh, receiving the revelation from the Spirit of God of why God has you here. Uh, but let me tell you today, uh, God has a whole lot more going on for you than the devil ever thought about having going on for you. Because he said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Whereas the thief, the devil has come to steal, kill, and destroy in that order. He'll steal from you to weaken you. Mm -hmm. He'll steal your vision of hope. He'll steal your happiness. He'll steal any self-respect or dignity. He'll steal your ambition. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Once he weakens you, then he'll kill you. And the devil ain't just happy to put you in the grave. He wants to completely destroy any evidence of your existence so that nobody else can be influenced by what God had planned for your life. Family matters. And he setteth the solitary in families. Did you hear that? You may feel lonely. You may feel isolated. You may feel like that for all practical purposes, you don't really have a family that you can count on or that loves you. But let me tell you something. The family of God is interested in you. Amen, church. So the family is raised up for projection. And then I want to close with this one. The family is resilient through its progenitors. Can I say it this way? If our children fail, then we have failed. The cycle of success is not complete until we help the next generation succeed. Amen. Amen. The cycle of success is not complete. So what if you've built a fine and impressive career if your kids go to hell? I've prayed for many years as a minister, God, don't let me get so caught up in winning the world that I lose my own family. That's why when I took this church and the church readily agreed with me, I said, God first, Family, second. Amen. Church, third. And I'll drop an engagement with any of you or this church in a heartbeat for the sake of my family because I'm called to minister to them first. That's just God's order. Don't take that personally. Don't get offended by it. It's just the way it is. I'll hurt your feelings over my kids. Not apologize for it. Amen? That's right. And you need to have the same attitude about your family. That's right. The family is resilient only through its progenitor success. Only through the success of those descendants, our children and our grandchildren. We're not done until they're successful. 
That's why I want to stop for a minute and ask, where are all the kids? In a church with 50 plus people, wild, why don't we have more children around? Well, I just say this way, we got work to do, don't we? We've got work to do. And maybe it starts with spending more time with them. Maybe it starts with reprioritizing our life so that we model and don't just preach, but actually model kingdom first mentality. You've been listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle. We're so glad you joined us today for this study in God's Word. Be sure to subscribe to True North on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss a new edition. This broadcast is part of Gary Cottle Ministries, and you can learn more about it and Pastor Gary by visiting our website, GaryCuddle.com. That's Gary, C-A-U-D-I-L-L.com. We'd like to invite you to partner with us in sharing the good news of Jesus through this ministry. Would you join Pastor Gary in praying for those listening? Pray for ears to be open and hearts to be receptive to the truth and love found only in God. Please keep Pastor Gary in your prayers as well as he continues to seek God's direction in this ministry. Another way you can be a part of what we're doing is through financial gifts. All amounts are appreciated and useful. Please prayerfully consider your involvement in this way. And if you feel led to give, you can mail a check to Gary Connell Ministries, 1112 Old Washington Road, Thompson, Georgia, 30824. That's 1112 Old Washington Road, Thompson, Georgia, 30824. Thank you for partnering with us, and thank you for listening today to True North.